the biggest games. A perfect season complete. The Wanakee Warriors are your state champions in Division II. The most compelling stories. 50 years for Title IX. That's incredible. And this is the 50th anniversary. The area's best high school sports coverage. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Back in Monroe, Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. And it's your lucky night on Friday the 13th. Alex Strofe on assignment, which means you get Jesse Nelson. That's me, along with the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semra, partner. Happy to be back with you here for some high school boys hoops tonight in Monroe as the DeForest Norskis come to town to take on the Monroe Cheesemakers. You always get this road trip because you want to see the uh, AD Jeff Newcomer, right? He was my boss in college. I don't mind meeting up with him a little bit afterward. I don't mind the drive. It's a nice... I love Monroe. I love the square. I love the Cheese Days Festival when you get down here every other year. I can't wait to get down here to Monroe whenever we're down here for Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. And that is where we are tonight. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda's provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles and the trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or head to ZimbrickHonda.com to search vehicle inventory. The DeForest Norskis of the Badger East Conference, the Monroe Cheesemakers of the Badger West Conference. One year ago, both of these teams finished in first place in their respective conferences. DeForest tied with Milton for first place in the East. Monroe straight up won the regular season title in the West. But both of these teams a year ago had their state championship aspirations taken away by the Oregon Panthers. So they did share that in common. DeForest falling to them in the sectional semifinal. Monroe a few days earlier in the regional final. This year, the trajectory is Dennis Semrau a little bit different at this stage of the game for each of these teams. Yeah, right now, DeForest and a new coach, uh, Eric Stewart, who was part of the program, and he is a Norski grad. Covered him in high school a long time ago. Uh, nine and two, uh, six and one overall. They had won their first eight games and then uh, lost to uh, Kettle Moraine in a tough game and also at Wanakee. A couple close ones weren't able to pull it out. But I was able to see uh, streaming early in the year, December 13th, what, just a month ago. Just one month ago. Triple overtime, 82-80 to 80 win at Sauk Prairie. That's probably one of their signature wins this year. Uh, knocked off Beaver Dam, maybe beat Reedsburg, and uh, just beat Portage last night. So third game in four days for the Cheesemakers. And then uh, they have to go up to Stevens Point next week, and then a week from uh, tonight, tomorrow, is the annual Badger Challenge, which will be hosted by Mount Horb this year. So busy week uh, for the Norskis, but uh, they are playing pretty well. You look at their starting lineup, all five players in the Norski starting lineup uh, are football players. And that's something that Monroe is more familiar with this year, being the state champion in Division Three, or excuse me, Division Four. The Monroe Cheesemakers coming off of that success in the fall, not quite as successful thus far here on the hardwood in this season. They enter tonight having lost four of their last six games, three of the last four, 
been a season of streaks for Monroe. They started one and three, won three of four to get to 500 before losing three of four again. The good news for them, Dennis, this starts a stretch where they've got a majority home games throughout the rest of the year. If they want to turn things around, they'll have a home court advantage, and it may start tonight. Yeah, their last home game. Wow, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks that they've had, what is it, uh, four straight uh, and lost three of those four, unfortunately, on the road. But uh, the problem with the Cheesemakers, yes, they did win the Division Three straight football title. All five of the starters are football players. Seven of the nine, the only two that aren't, were tennis players this fall. <laughs> The problem is getting their legs in the in the basketball shape. That's been something where they've had some situations where they've just pretty much hit the wall late. You'd say fourth quarter of a fourth quarter game or the last four to five minutes of the 18-minute uh, half. So, uh, but Tucker uh, Markham, last time we saw him, he was uh, having the game of his life. 170 yards rushing. Four touchdowns in the state title game, and he was the fourth running back on the team. He ended up making honorable mention all state as a linebacker. And uh, James Seagreaves, the only junior in that group, uh, he was a wide receiver, but uh, he's probably the most electric of this group, averaging 15 points a game. He can jump through the gym, look for a lot of dunks tonight, the opportunity hopefully right in front of us. We'll see. That could be fun. And as you join us watching this game tonight live on Wisconsin On Demand, hopefully we'll have some highlight reel performances from both DeForest and Monroe. We welcome those of you listening on 100.5 ESPN and joining our live free video stream on Wisconsin On Demand. Hunter Vaughn, our executive video producer with us, making the trip down here to beautiful downtown Monroe. Prep Mania brought to you in part by Nations Lending. The team at Nations Lending, Monona, finds home financing solutions that are as unique as you are. Whether you're buying your first home, your next home, or refinancing, they've got your back. And I know that from firsthand experience by working with Irik and the awesome local team at Nations Lending in Monona. And my wife, Beck, and I were going through our home buying process last year. He answered all of our questions, introduced us to the rest of his team so that we were comfortable, confident, and we knew who we were working with throughout the entire process as first-time home buyers. Check them out, nationsmadison.com is where you can get started, nationsmadison.com. Nations Lending, home loans made human. The DeForest Norskis and the Monroe Cheesemakers counting down to the national anthem, the starting lineups, and the opening tip, which means it's now time for the Canopy Wealth Management Keys to Victories. Canopy Wealth Management believes community is everything, and they're constantly working towards the betterment of our community. That's why they've partnered with Gilda's Club, the Madison Capitals, Kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF. At Canopy, their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, and they work towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial plan. Planning. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started with Canopy Wealth Management today. Let's start with the Norskis making the trip to Monroe. Dennis Semerow, the keys to victory for DeForest on the road tonight. Number one, keep James Seagreaves off the boards. Uh, he's averaging almost nine boards a game uh, for Monroe. Number two on defense, keep up the intensity, bringing pressure and communicating as a team. And also push the pace and work for good shots in the post. They've been able to get a lot of good open looks in three because they touch the post almost every time down. And for the Monroe Cheesemakers at 5-7 and seven on the year compared to the 9-2 and two Norskis, what can Monroe do to pull off the home upset tonight? Well, uh, number one is challenger shooters. Uh, DeForest loves to rain the threes, and they've got uh, four players with uh, shooting 34% or better from three-point range in the starting lineup. 
keep them out of the middle, which leads to the easy uh, layups or threes. Again, ball touches the post, you kick it out, and finish strong. Like we said, the uh, football legs haven't quite transferred over to basketball legs yet. And one of the problems uh, for the cheesemakers starting the year was because the football season went so long, they really did not get a couple of weeks of practice. Uh, their two, their two uh, tennis players, Brandon uh, Bassett and Ryan Matheson, actually practiced with the JV first week and a half because the varsity was still playing football. So they haven't had a chance to work a lot on fundamentals. It's been practice, play, practice, play. And the guys rather play. Coaches want to practice. <laughs> they want to get that stuff in. So they're still working some kinks out. DeForest playing their fifth game in eight days as they take to the floor here tonight to visit the Monroe Cheesemakers. Monroe, again, trying to bounce back after losing three of their last four and four of their last six entering play tonight. Cheesemakers and Norskis coming up next on Zimbra Honda's presentation of Prep Mania, brought to you in part by the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. Remember to join Tarek Salo, Derek Engler, Alex Strofe on the Great Dane Huddle every Monday night here on 100.5 ESPN. And get over to the Great Dane, catch the guys live at any of their four Madison area locations. Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. I've been to all four locations. Each one has its own personality, but each one is also consistent with the greatness that you get from every Great Dane. Food is fantastic. Beer selection's outstanding. Head over to Great Dane Pub. Com to check out more for Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. Madison's home for craft beer since 1994. We will step aside for the national anthem, come back for the starting lineups and the opening tip. Friday the 13th, whose lucky night will it be? The DeForest Norskis, the Monroe Cheesemakers, Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Media, ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. You're listening to 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Jesse Nelson and the Dean, Dennis Semrau from Monroe High School as the Cheesemakers get set to host the DeForest Norskis in a Badger Conference battle. They are now technically direct conference foes with the Norskis in the Badger East and Monroe in the Badger West, but nonetheless, two teams that are in the Badger Conference and could compete for a conference title at the end of the season. Let's get a check of our starting lineups brought to you by Stoughton Health. They provide comprehensive and compassionate care to Stoughton's community and the entire Madison area from their sports rehab facility in Oregon and Stoughton to their renowned ortho team with Dr. Ravel. Stoughton Health can help. Learn more at StoughtonHealth.com. Let's begin with the Norskis in the road. Black uniforms, purple letters and numbers with a gold trim. Starting at guard number two, senior Mason Keys. At forward number three, sophomore Jackson Aquardi. At forward number 15, senior James Hodge. At guard number 21, Alex Van Owen, a senior. And at guard number 24, senior and UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. Brody Hardig. The Norskis are coached by Eric Stewart. And the Monroe Cheesemakers in the home white uniforms, red letters and numbers with a black trim, starting at number four, junior James Seagraves. Number 10, senior George Brookwicky. Senior number 20, Keaton Sweeney. Senior number 21, Tucker Markham. And senior number 22, Charlie Weagle. The Monroe Cheesemakers are coached by Brian Bassett. 
Everybody taking the stage at the middle of the floor. Friday night boys basketball in Monroe. Norskis and Cheesemakers underway on Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. The Norskis win the tip, and they'll work right to left as we see it and as you see it on Wisconsin On Demand in our free live video stream. Norski bounce pass down to the block, bring it up top, driving left side of the paint, pick it up, free throw line extended right, couple of steps in front of it, and swing it all the way over to the right side. Norski's patient on offense. They do score 67 points a game on the season compared to just 50 for the Cheesemakers at home in Monroe. Open three, no good on the right side for Mason Keys, and our first whistle of the game, 34 seconds in, is a bump against DeForest. Turn it over to Monroe. No score, just over 30 seconds in. Yeah, pick up a first foul here. Looks like uh, number 15, uh, Hodge. Don't want to get him in foul trouble. He's a force on the boards uh, for the Norskis. Pressure in the backcourt right away for the Norskis. Monroe able to get across, although it took a little longer than they may have thought. Tucker Markham able to break free. Now nearly stolen away at the free throw line. Able to be corralled by Brookwicky for Monroe. Loose ball. I thought DeForest might come away with it. Instead, Brookwicky now for three. On the right of the top of the key, no good. Came up short and a rebound to Forrest. One minute in, no score. Norskis and Cheesemakers on Prep Mania. Right side of the floor, Keys. A step right of the free throw line, picks up the dribble. Now swing it right, or excuse me, swing it left. All the way down into the box, into the paint. Hodge had it deflected. They'll call a foul against Monroe. Hodge to the line, shooting two free throws. Shot was deflected, no good. And he'll have a chance to score the first points of the game at the line, one minute and 15 seconds in to play. Yeah, Tucker Markham, nice block there, but he got him with the body, so Hodge gets to the free throw line. Norski started this season 8-0, did not lose from game one on November 29th through January 5th, as Hodge does hit the first of the two free throws. First point of the game, 1-0 Norski's. They have since lost two of three games, but they are unbeaten when they don't play at Wanakee High School this year. They lost a neutral site game there against Kettle Moraine and then lost to Wanakee in a road game earlier this week. Two-point loss, 58-56. Hodge's second free throw was no good. 1-0 remains the score. Deflection by two Norski defenders as Charlie Weagle drove into the paint, knocked out of bounds. It'll stay with the Cheesemakers. 16-31 to go first half. 1-0. DeForest pitching a shutout early. Hodge getting involved early. Got a foul, drew a foul, and there he got a block on that end. Bounce pass down to the left block. Now swing it back over into the left corner. Here's Weagle. Comes back up top for Tucker Markham, the running back on the football team that won the Division IV state championship earlier this year. All five starters for Monroe, members of that championship game. And that one no good. And here comes DeForest leading 1-0. Approaching the two-minute mark into play here. 16 minutes to go in the first half. Norski swing it left, now goes all the way right, driving down to the right block, got the defender in the air, contact, no foul, shot no good, rebound, tapped back, and collected by Van Owen for the Norskis. He swings it right side, Brody Hardig, our UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. Swing it all the way left for Aquarty. Aquarty motion away from the ball, finds Hardig on the run, shot no good, too strong off the back iron, rebound Monroe. 1-0 DeForest, Cheesemakers looking for their first points. One-on-one, -on -one, down to the right block, quick pass, turnaround jumper, good for James Seagraves, and the 
Cheesemakers have the lead with their first bucket of the night, our first made field goal for either team, coming nearly three minutes into play, 2-1 Monroe. Cole is the uh, winter night here, 21 degrees coming into town. Ice cold, both teams from the field. Deflected out of bounds by Seagraves. It'll stay with DeForest. De defense, Dennis, seeming to be significant here in the early goings. Yeah, Seagraves, nice block there inside. Uh, and He's going to be a presence uh, on the boards on both ends. And Hodge, keep an eye on him. And also, Mitch Mason Keys, JV as a freshman, did not play basketball the last two years. Three-year starting quarterback. He's starting this year, senior year on the court. Norski basketball, 14-49 to go, first half, 2-1 to one the score. Harding, turnaround jumper, too strong off the iron, and a weak side rebound collected by Monroe. Keaton Sweeney, the senior, collects it. Here come the Cheesemakers with a 2-1 advantage. Driving right side, Markham drew contact before the shot. It'll stay Cheesemaker basketball. Monroe's been a really competitive team in the Badger Conference here over the last few years. Dennis Semrau, they've had some really star players come player. Cade Meyer is yeah. playing for UW-Green Bay, one of the notable names. Right, and uh, J.T. Seagreaves, uh, tight end for, for um, the uh, Badger football team. 3,000-point scores. How do you replace that? Mm. You know, that that's the goes there. Yeah, that doesn't even mention Leitzinger, the guard, who really made that thing tick. One of, one of the three, and he was the player of the year in the conference last year as well. Three-point shot off the inbound pass, no good for Monroe, and it comes the other direction. Across the timeline, Norski basketball into the front court. Contested shot in the paint, and a foul is called to send a Quarty, the sophomore, to the free. It's kind of a clunky operation, but it worked for DeForest as they'll get two shots at the line with 14-13 to go in the first half. Kind of a delay there, too, on that call. Thought he was going to call a block, but ended up calling the foul. And, of course, now that's the second for Markham. First free throw is good for Aquarty to tie the game. Aquarty, the sophomore, 70% free throw shooter on the year, averages 14 points a game. Second leading scorer for the Norskis behind only Brody Hartig, who averages 19 a game. Tight end in the football team last year. He got some good reserve time, good three-point shooters. Well, look for him to shoot from long range tonight. Second free throw is good. 3-2. Norskis lead the Cheesemakers. 14 minutes to go, first half. The pressure being applied by that DeForest defense. Monroe able to break it. Open man now right side. And Matheson, instead of going up with it, tried to bring it back up, and he threw it away out of bounds into the Cheesemaker bench. That pressure defense didn't get the steal, Dennis, but it definitely threw Monroe off, which led to that miscommunication in the error to throw out of bounds. Yeah, that's something that DeForest is going to be mixing it up. They like to play man-to-man, -man, but they're going to mix some 1-2-2 zone press, and that's what we saw in that last possession. So now Norski basketball into the front court. Open three, top of the key is good for Aquardi. He's got the last four points for the Norskis, and it's 6-2 DeForest with 13.30 to go in the first half. Cheesemaker basketball into the front court, up off the glass, and good. Son of the coach, Brandon Bassett, the junior. First points of the night for Bassett, who averages about eight points a game on the season. Dennis, he said we weren't quite sure if Bassett was going to be on the floor tonight, but there he is, and he makes an impact immediately to draw the lead down to just two. 
6-4 Norski's three-point bucket. Hardig is good from the right side of the floor. First points of the night for the UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Brody Hardig, DeForest 9, Monroe 4 with 12.55 to go. Yeah, waiting for Hardig to hit one. He's shooting uh, 41% from three-point range. That's his 15th made one of the season. And now again, that pressure in the backcourt for the Norskis. Yeah, one, two, two. Gets bumped out of bounds. Spread the floor. They got a pass. He's trying to dribble through it. Got a pass through that. So it will stay Monroe basketball, but that pressure defense is no doubt causing a little havoc for Monroe to try and get into the front court and get their offense set. When they've been able to break it, they get good looks. But they are a little bit rattled trying to defeat it. Here they get a wide open look for a three, and Brooke Wickey knocks it down. The senior. 9-7 to Forrest after Brooke Wickey's three. Averaging 13 points a game on the season. Third leading scorer for the Cheesemakers, George Brooke Wickey. 9-7 to Forrest. Hardig feeling good. Another three and another made shot from beyond the arc for Hardig. Just like that, he's got six. That's half the points of DeForest right now. 12-7. Norski's on top. 12 minutes to go. And a whistle against DeForest. Monroe will keep the basketball in the front court, breaking the pressure. Yeah, foul is picked up by, uh, let's see here, T- Tucker Grundall just came in. Grundall, the first uh, big guy off the bench, uh, averaging almost five points a game, and picks up that quick foul. 11.57 to go, first half, 12-7. DeForest leads Monroe on Zimbraconda's prep mania. Inbound pass to the left block. Seagraves goes right up with it and puts it home. 12-9, DeForest on top. Love it when you can score off the inbounds play, and he was wide open there in the left block and used the backboard. Looking for a dunk, but no, he just put the layup in. Norski's nearly had it taken away. They're able to maintain possession. Shot on the run. Right side, no good. Rebound, Monroe. Chance to tie with a three. Into the front court, Seagraves. Goes down to the paint with contact. Lays it up with a foul. Shot is good. And a chance at a three-point play. James Seagraves. 12-11. DeForest on top with 11-32 to play in the first half. And Seagraves to the line. Cardi picks up his first foul there. Seagraves' free throw is no good. Too strong, a little bit right, so he does not tie the game despite drawing the contact and getting the opportunity with the made layup. 12-11, DeForest up one. 11-20 to go in the first half, and Monroe with a takeaway on a cross-court pass. Bassett, pull up three. Off the front of the rim, no good. Tap back, no. Third opportunity, Seagraves comes down with it. Shot no good, contested. Oh, the football players are getting scrappy. A lot of contact, no whistle. And now DeForest coming the other direction. Bassett knocks it out of bounds from behind. 11-04 to play in the first half. Timeout, DeForest will take it with them. 12-11, Norskis lead the Cheesemakers on Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN in Wisconsin on demand. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. And the trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership saves you time and reduces your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or head to Zimbraconda. 
Bucketsandbeer.com. Out of the timeout, three-point bucket made for the Norskis from the top of the key. Anthony Glenn in off the bench, number five in the road. Black uniforms of DeForest Hammers at home. Out of the timeout, it's well used by Coach Eric Stewart. 15-11, now the score. Offensive rebound, Seagraves, and a putback is good. 15-13, DeForest leads by two, but the Cheesemakers keeping it close. Another three-point attempt from the left corner, and it goes down for Jackson Aquardi. Yeah, he had the previous one, too. That wasn't five. Ah, it's thank you, Dennis. Back to back. It's really tough to read. It's a black on black with a little yellow trim, so hard <laughs> to read the numbers up here. Yeah, it's a little tough sometimes from our vantage point. We do the best we can. Pass down low is stolen away by the Norskis. 18-13 to Forrest up five with ten minutes to play in the first half in Monroe for Zimbraconda's prep mania. That's three threes here in the first half for Cardi already. 6-7, uh, pretty imposing when he's nailing those from the top of the key. Seagraves never, or barely stole it. Instead, Norski's maintained possession. Aquardi trying to drive right side. Seagraves in trying to grab the ball, and they're going to get him for a foul. With 9.45 to go in the first half, and a line change for the Norskis and a couple of substitutions for the Cheesemakers checking in as well. Norskis keep the basketball inbounding between the R and the O in Monroe beneath their own basket. Hardig does the inbounding, gets it in, gets it handed right back to him in the right corner, and nails another three. Brody Hardig, three made threes in the first half for the UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, and the Norskis have an eight-point lead. All six field goals for DeForest from three-point range. Three each for Hardig and Accardi right now. 21-13, DeForest leads Monroe. Drive right side, off balance shot goes for Tucker Markham, the senior. That was a big bucket for the Cheesemakers to stay in this game at six. 21-15, DeForest on top at the midway point of the first half. Seconds ticking down to nine minutes to play in this opening stanza. Bounce pass down to the right block, ball was lost but ended up back in the hands of Hodge. Now over to the left corner, Mason Keys goes for Hardig. Hardig on the run, extends, gets it to go off the glass with a whistle and a chance at a three-point play. Hardig taking over for the Norskis. That was a nice uh, bank off the glass there. And Hardig didn't get his shots early, missed a couple of shots early, but now he's, uh, he's finding his range. Hardig sets at the free throw line, fires, and good. He's a 73% free throw shooter on the year, and he's got three made threes plus a three-point play converted for 12 points to lead all scorers so far. Pressure in the backcourt. DeForest took it away, and Hodge lays it up good for two. Timeout Monroe. They're now down 26-15, just like that with 8.41 to go in the first half. That escalated quickly for the Norskis. Felt like it was a two-point game just moments ago, and we'll keep it right here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Mentioned Brody Hardig taking over this game. You'll hear from Brody at halftime. He's our UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. UW Credit Union's online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime, anywhere. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions designed for you. Learn more at uwcu.org. Dennis Hardig looks like a good choice for our Student Athlete of the Week so right, far. Right, uh, we had... Uh Two threes, a three-point play, and a layup. 11-2 run here for DeForest to kind of 
quick strike. And Monroe's had problems with this uh, game against Edgewood on Tuesday night. They had a six-point lead. Edgewood went on a 15-0 run and uh, took over that game. Whistle called against DeForest with 8.30 to go out of the timeout. Monroe maintains possession inbounding beneath its own basket. On the far end of the floor as we see it and as you see it, joining us on our free live video stream on Wisconsin On Demand. Another substitution for the Norskis. Bounce pass, trying to come into the block, is tapped out of bounds, and we'll do it again. Dennis Semrau, when we call games together, I always share the magic number. They're waiting for it. 98% of the time, team that scores this number goes on to win the game. 57. 57 tonight's magic number on Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. Now Monroe trying to get it going offensively. Lost control, taken away by the Norskis. Hardick for three. Why not? He is on fire in this first half. Brody Hardig has 15 points. DeForest has a 29-15 lead. Monroe into the front court and an offensive foul is called on Matheson as he was trying to work his way for positioning in an easy bucket. Good job by the Norski defender drawing that contact. Well, I thought uh, I saw a lot of points last night. Chris Davis Jr., son of Chris Davis, the Sun Prairie West coach, 19 points in the first half. He ended up with 30 last night. Drained a bunch of threes, but Hardick looks like he's heading for 20-plus. He's got as many points right now as the entire Cheesemaker offense does with just under eight minutes to go in the first half. Norski's up 14. Feels like it's a lot closer than that except for one man, and that's Brody Hardig. Hardig has the ball now near the volleyball line between the three-point line and midcourt on the right side of the floor. Now drives right baseline. Throws it back up top. A little loose for Engeseth. He couldn't quite handle it, so he resets the offense, passing right side. Hardick now coming out of a screen near the right side, top of the key. Trying to use another screen. Double-teamed. Hardick trying to find help. Finds Hodge down low off balance, and Hodge lays it up good. That's a textbook offensive possession for the Norskis. Great. They finally got that touch in the post, and it was a turnaround off the glass. Nothing but net there for Hodge. Find the open look, off balance, made it happen, and now Monroe trying to break the pressure, lost balance, turned it over, and a layup on the other end is good for DeForest and Engeseth, and another timeout Monroe, things getting out of hand suddenly. 33-15, the Norskis lead the Cheesemakers with 6.57 to go in the first half. We'll step aside with them. You're listening and watching Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Big trailers, big opportunity. It's Stoughton Trailers in their 60th year. Stoughton Trailers has built a lot of trailers, and their customers want more. Join a winning team. Immediate openings at new higher pay rates on both first and second shift at their Broadhead, Evansville, and Stoughton locations. Assemblers, forklift drivers, welders, and more. Go to stowjobs.com. That's S-T-O-Jobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunities. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbraconda's Prep Mania, 33-15. The DeForest Norskis lead the Monroe Cheesemakers out of the timeout with 6.45 to go in the first half. A good look and a good bucket for Tucker Markham. That's exactly what Monroe needed, some positive momentum out of that timeout. Yeah, broke the ice. Uh, DeForest had an 11-2 run, timeout, then a 7-0 run, then another timeout, and finally they broke the ice. Hardig passed right side, three-point attempt, no good for Alex Van Owen. 
in the road black uniforms of the Norskis, and a rebound comes away to Monroe. 6.20 to go first half, 33-17. Norskis up by 16 points, thanks in large part to the 15-point performance so far in the first half by Brody Hardig. Pump fake down low in the paint. Weagle got the defender in the air, which gave him a wide-open, easy, no-footer for two. (laughs) 33-19. Norskis up 14. Three-point attempt. Left corner, drilled it. On a line drive, Tate Engeseth knocks it home. He's got five points in the first half. And just when Monroe starts to think they might be working their way back in, another made three for DeForest extends the lead again. 36-19, breaking the pressure into the front court. Working left side, Markham drew contact and will go to the line. Shot no good. So two free throws coming for senior Tucker Markham. Yeah, Coach Bassett this week talked about the uh, the problems they've had defending the three this year, and uh, it made teams look good. They've given up double-digit threes in a number of games, and right now DeForest has got 7-8 here in the first 11-plus uh, minutes of the game. First free throw is up and good for Markham. 36-20 to is our score. Norski's up by 16 with 5.37 to go in the first half. Markham sets at the line. Second leading scorer on the year for the Cheesemakers, trailing only James Seagraves. And Markham hits the second free throw. 36-21. 15-point advantage to Forrest on the road at Monroe High School. Right side of the floor beyond the arc is Brody Hardick. Hardick goes left corner, fire the three. Kobe Kleiner, no good. Nearly rolled out of bounds into the student section in the band over there for the cheesemakers but they're able to collect it before it goes out of bounds and it's monroe basketball into the front court wide open three left corner no good for seagraves off the front of the rim and a rebound to forest that would have been a big bucket for the cheesemakers to cut into the lead step back long three good a quarty i didn't think that he had a i thought he might have had a toe on the line there dennis but he does knock it home from three, as called by the official 39-21, 18-point lead to Forrest. And now a whistle as the ball goes out of bounds. Nope, correction, they're actually going to call a foul here on the Norskis. And it'll go against Van Owen, and that is the seventh team foul on DeForest. So it's a one-and-one opportunity with 4.46 to go in the half four. Monroe at the line, Markham again, where he just made two free throws a few moments ago. 13 baskets for DeForest right now, nine of them from three-point range. Just killing Monroe from outside the arc. Free throw no good, rebound Seagraves tries to put it back with contact, no whistle, shot no good. Now loose ball with the defense, Seagraves has it for the Cheesemakers. Everybody was running back to play defense, instead they're fighting for position to try and get this to go. Seagraves triple teamed as he puts it up and good off the glass. Ten points for James Seagraves to lead Monroe unofficially here with 4.20 to go in the first half. 39-23, Norski's up 16. Bounce pass to the left block in the front court. Jackson Aquarty working positioning and a late whistle from the far oh. official will send Aquarty to the line. Shot was no good and airballed. And all of the Monroe fans are not booing realizing that cheese days is still a year and a half away. (laughs) Mooing or booing? Well played, Dennis Semrau. Aquarti, first free throw is good. 
And suddenly Jackson Aquardi has 14 points to his name. He makes this free throw. He'll have 15 just like his team pick. You know, usually when we come to Monroe, they like to tease me on Wilde and Tausch that I like to call them the threes makers when they're chucking it from deep as they have the last few years. Aquardi's second free throw is good. Today, the Norskis are the threes makers. They're more like the North threes. North threes, there you go. I appreciate the support on that one, Dennis. That's much better than a couple of years ago. 41-23 <laughs> and a whistle. And Seagraves goes to the line. It was a shooting foul. Shot no good for Monroe with 4.04 to go in this first half. 41-23 is the score. Seagrave sets and fires. It was two free throws no matter what because the foul occurred in the act of shooting. Eighth team foul on DeForest. Monroe continues to be in the bonus. And with six fouls against the Cheesemakers, the Norskis also in the bonus for the remainder of the half. This is one way if Monroe wants to work its way back in. Get some points at the line. Seagraves goes two for two. They're a decent free throw shooting team. That's something that they can try and do. Be physical, draw some contact, get to the line, and get some free points with no time running off the clock. It's a formula, but how well can they try and accomplish it? Oh, no. Here we go. And there's another three. The North Threes for number three, Jackson Aquardi. His fifth made three of the first half. 44-25 to Forrest on top of Monroe. Putback is up and good for Charlie Weagle on the other end for the Cheesemakers. 44-27, 3.30 to play first half. 17-point advantage for DeForest on the road at Monroe. In the front court, left side of the floor, number 22 is Tate Engesef. Engesef bounce pass to the left block. Now pass back up beyond the arc. On the left side at an offensive foul. I think a moving screen was called down low. And so it's a turnover without a shot attempt for the Norskis. Forty-four twenty-seven remains our score. Both teams entering tonight's game on a little bit of a losing streak. DeForest had lost two of its last three entering play tonight. Had a win 68-64 over Portage just last night. Monroe has lost three of four and four of six entering play today. Cross-court pass for the Cheesemakers goes sailing into the Norski bench. And the students who have made the long trip here over an hour from DeForest to Monroe teasing a little bit with the pass going in about the second row of the bleachers. Yeah, two nights in a row here. Cardi and uh, Hardik have carried the Norskis last night. They combined for 42 points. And uh, right now, what do we got here? 15 and 19-34 in the first half. Wow. Under three minutes to play, first half, 44-27. Into the paint, number 35, Tucker Grundahl couldn't get a shot off with two Cheesemaker defenders swarming and forcing a takeaway. Into the front court, Bassett works free throw line extended right. Now passes behind him, Weagle, swing it all the way right side, Bruckwicky. Bruckwicky at the top of the key, picks up the dribble, goes down low, and a layup good for Matheson. First points of the night for the junior, Ryan Matheson. And Monroe slowly working its way back into striking distance. 44-29 and an offensive foul on DeForest coming the other way. A bump down low would have resulted in a wide open layup that did fall. However, the shot didn't count. 
And so it's Cheesemaker basketball down 15 with 2.20 to go in the first half. A lot of points on the board here in the first half in this Badger Conference matchup tonight. Yeah, Hardig's first foul there on the offensive. It's two of the last three possessions they've been called for offensive fouls. And another opportunity at the free throw line is a bounce pass down low resulted in contact. No shot attempt, but Charlie Weagle, the senior, will go to the free throw line. Double bonus situation. He'll get two no matter what. Weagle sets, fires, and the first is good. So if you can get a little momentum, I always think this is such an important part of the game, Dennis, with about four minutes to go until the half. If you can work your way back into this, try and get it down to single digits if you're the cheesemakers. Head into halftime with some positive momentum, and you never know what could happen if you get hot or DeForest gets cold to start the second half. Work your way right back in it. Weagle hits the second free throw, and they're trying to do just that. Approaching two minutes to play in the first half, 44-31. DeForest's lead is 13. Pump fake pass, wide open three from the right wing, and it's drilled home. Carter Morrison, number 12 off the bench, the junior guard with his first points of the night. And again, the Norskis hit a three to stop the momentum for Monroe. Yeah, right now, 47 points. So. DeForest had 82 in the triple overtime win over Sauk Prairie. Morrison hit the floater, the game winner in the third overtime. Here he comes out with a three here early, and they're piling the points on. Again, long range. Monroe has not found a way to stop uh, DeForest from outside. Pass was knocked out of bounds. Monroe maintains possession with 90 seconds to go in the first half. Dribble down to the left block. Triple team. Swing it back up. Baseball pass comes to the top of the key, and Monroe has an opportunity. Bassett working right side beyond the arc, guarded tightly. Bassett picks up his dribble on the right side of the floor. Near the baseline. Offensive foul. And he shoved a little bit with the elbow for an offensive foul. Dennis, you saw it right away. And a turnover back to DeForest with a minute 15 to go. Norskis have a 16-point lead. That was outstanding defense there. And was that uh, Morrison? I believe it was Morrison on him. Morrison with a couple of good trips up and down the floor. Hit the three wide open and then was able to draw the contact on the defensive side. One minute to play now in the first half, 47-31 to Forrest up by 16. High-scoring first half tonight in Monroe. Norski's averaged 67 points a game this year. They're closing in on 50, only 18 minutes of play so far gone. Pass down low, tap back after the first attempt missed. Grundahl hits it. 49-31, and a steal at midcourt with 36 seconds to go. Trying to slam it, Aquardi missed it. Rebound, Harding couldn't get it on the fly, and Monroe comes away with a break. Cheesemaker basketball into the front court, left side of the floor, 25 seconds to play in the half, down 18. Bassett to the free throw line, it's Weagle. Weagle goes right side, number 12 is Matheson. Matheson up top, Weagle, swing it all the way around, right side, number 20 is Keaton Sweeney. 10 seconds to go, Sweeney back up top for Brooke Wickey. Over to the corner, Sweeney driving right sideline, and as he lays it up, no, the official says he stepped out of bounds on the baseline with five seconds to go. So DeForest will have a chance to go the length of the floor and put it in. Can they hit 50 before halftime? And put it up to 20, that would be a 20 point lead if they do. Five seconds to go. They'll roll it in. Picked up. Hardig has had the hot hand all half. Two seconds. Right side. Step back. Jumper at the buzzer. No good. 
So the Norskis stay at 49 at halftime. 49-31, DeForest leads Monroe. Three-point shooting, the story of the first half. Dennis Semmer, I'll give you the first half stats, and we'll hear from Brody Hardig, our UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week from the DeForest Norskis. Coming up at the break, you're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Halftime on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, 49-31, DeForest leads Monroe. Boys basketball on Friday the 13th. Jesse Nelson with the Dean, Dennis Semrau. It's the Great Dane Halftime Show. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company is Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994 with four locations in the Madison area. It's easy to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Visit greatdanepub.com to find one of the four pubs near you. We'll get the stats from Dennis Semerow momentarily, but first, let's hear from our UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. UW Credit Union's online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime, anywhere. Learn more at uwcu.org. And learn more right now about Brody Hardick. He had a great first half for the Norskis, and he's this week UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. Our ESPN Madison UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Brody Hardig from DeForest High School. Brody, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, you're a multiple sport athlete, football, basketball, AEU basketball in the spring. I yep. take it, right? At DeForest, you guys, what, you've been to state, uh, reserve on the football team, yep. don't, don't want to stay title, you went to state in basketball. What was that whole experience like? Uh, and you got to share um, that with your brother. Yeah, the football title, it was crazy. Going to practice every day and just getting beat up and then you go out there and your brother wins you a state title it's kind of nice and then for basketball covid year um playing against d1 teams it was certainly better competition it was, uh, it was a great season you, know, you had a big brother that was a multiple sport athlete for you what's the best part about being it was he an influence on you uh, following kind of in his footsteps oh for sure seeing him growing up playing outside on the basketball court in the backyard, just wanting to get better, having fun, inspired me a lot. How are the sports compatible, football and basketball? How do they help you out? Learning how to win like as a team, having friendships build, um, being able to you know just get better with each other, it's, it's nice. You follow kind of in the footsteps of Max Weisbrod, you know pretty well, you've played a lot. His game improved because of the physicality of football, and it looks like you kind of followed that same track. Yeah, being physical in basketball certainly helps when I'm a driver a lot, so going down with the big dudes, being physical, it, it helps. Are you in the gym in the morning? Yeah, 8 a.m. practice. 8 a.m. practice. This whole week, yeah. Okay. And what, uh, do you have anything, uh, pre, did you have two-a-days when you started back in, I know uh, Sock Curry hit 6 o'clock in the morning practices. Yeah, we had 6.30 a.m., and then we'd go to school and come right back at 3.30. But uh, is there anything better than being in the gym with your buddies? Nope, nothing. i got to ask you, you just recently had a triple overtime game at Sauk Prairie, and uh, one of your teammates, Carter, um, got the floater to win it. What was that like? Have you ever played a game like that, either travel ball or high school ball? That was my first triple overtime game, and for being so early in the season, it definitely felt like a playoff game. All the energy, the fans... And then falling out in the third overtime and Carter coming in and hitting that big shot, it was crazy. It was very exciting for the team and him. 
You always talk about uh, you know sport teams more than one or players or whatever. You see somebody come and make a contribution like that. What did that do for the whole morale for the team? It helped everyone. It just shows that you got to come to practice every day and work, and you don't know when your opportunity is going to come. He's had a pretty good year, and I got to ask you one last question: The did you know? I hate sushi. <laughs> you don't like raw fish? Terrible. Terrible. And I love seafood. That's it's crazy. Not sushi though. What's your favorite seafood? Shrimp. Shrimp. Oh yeah. Can't can't have enough. No, I love shrimp. Our ESPN Madison UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Brody Harding from DeForest High School. Brody, have a great rest of your senior year. Thank you. Brody Hardick, this week's UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. Follow ESPN Madison on Facebook and Twitter to see more from this week's UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbrick Honda's Prep Mania at the half, 49-31. DeForest leads Monroe. For nearly 50 years, Zimbrick Honda's provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles, and the trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or head to ZimbrickHonda.com to search vehicle inventory. Dennis Semrau, usually we go through the entire box score. There's one particular nugget that you pointed out to me that I want you to share with everybody right now. Well, Brian Bassett from Monroe said that uh, cheesemakers, watch out for the Norskis raining threes. 11 three-pointers in the first half for the Norskis out of 16 attempts, 69%. You'd like to shoot that from the free throw line, not from beyond the arc. That is incredible. And and there were uh, Jackson Accardi had five, Brody uh, Hardick had four, and then there was one for uh, Tate Ensick uh, and, and Gaseth off the bench, and also Carter Morrison off the bench. So, wow, 11 of 16, incredible, and that's why they have an 18-point lead. Monroe has made zero three-point shots. That is 33 to nothing from beyond the arc. DeForest has the lead in that category, and they have the lead 49-31 at the break. We'll be back in one minute for the start of the second half. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app. And Wisconsin on demand. 18 minutes to go on Friday the 13th. 49-31. DeForest leads Monroe at the break. Is that appropriate music? Let it fly. Not time for (laughs) me to fly. Let it fly from three-point range. Norskis rock the gym here tonight. 49-31. And if I'm Monroe and coach Brian Bassett as the second half gets underway, Monroe working right to left in their home white uniforms, red letters and numbers with a black trim. DeForest in their road black uniforms, purple letters and numbers with a gold trim. If I'm Coach Bassett at the break, I'm saying they're not going to keep shooting that well. If we just play our game, we stayed with them except for the threes, and here you go as an example of driving a bucket good. Personally, I deflate the basketballs at halftime. Well, (laughs) I'm not going to encourage any malfeasance there, Mr. Semrau, but got to do what you got to do. Maybe, uh, you know, uh, change up the defense a little bit might be a different strategy. Change the ball. (laughs) Change the ball is definitely uh, straight out of Belichick's playbook, I suppose. Shot no good for the Norskis. Hardig with an offensive rebound. Passes to the top of the key in an open three. And they're going to just keep hitting them. This time, it's Mason Keys. First three-point bucket of the night. First bucket of any kind for Keys. 52-33. 
DeForest up 19. Monroe trying to make its first three from the right side. No good for Sweeney. Here come the Norskis. Into the front court, left side. Aquardi nearly had it taken away from behind. Now passes down low to the left block. Hodge inside. It seems like he's the only one shooting two-point shots tonight for DeForest. And he's not able to get this one. Loose ball taken away by Monroe. I thought a double dribble might be called as it was a little loose for a moment, but it's collected by Markham. Past it, gets it back, working right to left across the paint near the free throw line. Passes back to the top of the key. Number 22 is Weagle. Weagle backing his way in, step in front of the line, shot no good, and on a bounce, Hardig comes away with it, left side of the floor for DeForest. 16-15 to go in the game. Hardig all the way to the bucket, lays it up with the left hand, and good for two. Largest lead of the night for DeForest, 21 points. 54-33 our score. That's what happens when you hit those threes. All of a sudden you try to close out on the shooter, and he just blew right by the defender. Into the right corner for Monroe. Now down to the right block inside. Seagraves draws contact with the left hand shot. No good. Seagraves will shoot two free throws with the whistle. 15-53 to go in the first half. Dennis Semrau, we talk about our Canopy Wealth Management keys to victory. Canopy Wealth Management believes community is everything, and they're constantly working toward the betterment of our community. That's why they've partnered with Gilda's Club, Madison Capitals, Kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF. And at Canopy, their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential. That's why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, they work towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started with them today. Seagraves makes both free throws to cut the lead back down to 19. But then as we talk about those canopy wealth management keys to victory, as down low, Hardig missed it, but a putback for Hodge is good for two for DeForest. What can you tell us here about those keys to victory that we identified in the pregame? Well, to keep Seagraves off the boards, DeForest, no. He's, uh, he's the only one offensively doing much for uh, Monroe. And uh, challenge the shooters, Monroe on DeForest. They have not challenged the shooters at all tonight. Seagraves made a two-point bucket while Dennis was telling you about the Canopy Wealth Management keys to victory. Norski's miss. Cheesemakers have it back crossing the midcourt line with 15 minutes to go, 56-37. DeForest leads Monroe. Pass over into the right corner on a bounce. Stays in bounds for Brooke Wicke. Works his way in front of the Monroe bench. Brookwicki now driving right baseline. Into the paint. Turn around and good for George Brookwicki. And a little run suddenly for the Cheesemakers. 56-39 with 14.45 to go. Get a couple of stops. Make a couple of buckets. Hope DeForest gets cold from beyond the arc. He got a chance. Now they're making twos though. As here cutting toward the bucket. Van Owen on the run. Catch and release. Puts it down for two. His first points of the night. 58-39, Alex Van Owen, the senior guard, number 21, in the road black uniforms of the DeForest Norskis. Three-point attempt for Monroe, right side no good for Brookwicki. Offensive board, Seagraves goes reverse, shot no good, but a whistle sends him to the line for two more free throws. Clock stops with 14-15 to go, 58-39, DeForest leads Monroe by 19. That's his fifth uh, trip to the free throw line tonight. Uh, they're, they are getting the ball inside. And just uh, just not enough looks. Too many turnovers and too many threes. And you take away that big advantage. We got a, we got a single-digit ball game here. And if you're going to get to the line, Monroe's got to make their free throws to try and have any chance at this. And Seagraves, he's been good at the line tonight, but he misses the first here. Second attempt. 
is short off the front of the rim. Offensive rebound, fighting for it inside. Yes, and a putback. Markham got two out of it. Much needed for the cheesemakers. Tucker Markham with a little burst of electricity. You look at a 41 points is... That's about right where you should be. It's the 58 that's causing the problem. All the three-point shooting for DeForest. Absurdly high number. Hardig from three, right wing, no good. He missed one, and a rebound Monroe, and a foul goes against the Norskis as the cheesemakers were trying to run into the front court. Can't believe Hardig missed. 58-41, Monroe basketball. And now that's third foul here for Keys. And a quick timeout for the Norskis. We'll take it with them. 30-second timeout, 13.51 to go in the game. 58-41 to Forrest Leeds Monroe on Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin on demand. Out of the timeout, three-point attempt is no good from the top of the key for Markham. Came down the floor and quickly took that shot, had a good look. Went off the back of the rim and went over the backboard and out of bounds back to DeForest. 58-41, the Cheesemakers with 13 and a half to play in this game. DeForest eighth ranked in the coaches poll entering play this Friday the 13th. Started the season 8-0 but have lost two of three games entering play tonight for a 9-2 overall record. Harding on the run, UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, no good, too strong. Rebound, Cheesemakers. Here comes Monroe, trailing by 17. Markham's been the star on offense so far in this half, and he goes to the paint and goes up good for two. I think Monroe has found something here, Dennis. Markham to the bucket, 58-43. Don't count him out just yet. Hardig, top of the key, passes left side. Now calls for it back. Couple of steps beyond the three-point line, left side of the floor. Working his way to the left wing. Now cross-court pass, wide open, pump fake, driving right baseline, deflected by Seagraves off the glass. Put back, no good. Rebound, Cheesemakers. 58-43, Monroe down 15, but they have the basketball. Into the front court, Seagraves hands it for Markham. Markham behind his back, dribbles right side, down to the block, had it tapped, and a shooting foul is called. Ooh, he was spinning on that one. I don't think that ball left his hand, but the intent was there, so the referee gave it to him. They're going to give him two free throws at the line. The foul goes against Brody Hardig. Maybe a little bit of a break for the Cheesemakers, and Markham cannot convert on the first of the two attempts. Went off about three different parts of the rim, no good. 12-21 to go in the game, 58-43. Norski's by 15. Markham second free throw. This time it hits the rim, hits the backboard, and goes down. 14-point lead to Forrest. Markham now with 11, and like you said, getting the ball inside to him. And Seagreaves has just been a beast on both ends, rebounding and altering shots. He had a block on the previous possession against the Norskis. Left side of the floor, Kobe Kleiner, the junior guard, number one in off the bench, has it. Nope, now he's giving it over to Aquardi. Aquardi, double team, nearly lost it. Tried to pass it, hit the bottom Another of the block. net, and it's taken away by Monroe into the front court. Markham right side, steps back, wanted to try a three-point attempt, but he was guarded tightly by Tucker Grundall, so he hands it off instead for number 10, George Bruckwicki. Bruckwicki uses the left hand in a screen, goes left side, picks up his dribble near the corner, hands it for Markham. Markham left side, down to the block. 
trying to find an open man with a double team. Loose ball in the paint, rolls around, ends up in the hands of Bassett, who fires a three, no good, and a rebound to Forrest. That would have cut it to 11, and I think this building would have gotten real excited about that. You could feel a little bit of the air come out of it with the missed three. There we saw the football ability. Both teams down the floor trying to get that loose ball. And Monroe with the 50-50 ball just could not convert it. 11.05 to go in the game. 58-44 the score. Three-point attempt. Left side is good for DeForest. Kobe Kleiner, welcome to the three-point party. First bucket of the night, first points of the night for Kleinert. Extend DeForest's lead to 17. And the hits just keep on coming. 61-44. DeForest leads Monroe. Down to the right block. Contact, Seagrave shot no good. Bum Excuse me, Markham with the offensive board. Kicks it out. And a three goes for Monroe. Brooke Wickey with the first made three of the night for the Cheesemakers. 61-47, Norski's lead Monroe, 10-25 to go in the game. And dribbling right side, baseline, kicked out of bounds by Monroe. DeForest maintains possession. And once again, that last possession uh, for Monroe, keyed by good board work, uh, good attacking the rim for uh, Seagreaves, Markham with a rebound, and then the nicest out, kicked it out to the three, and like you said, the first three-pointer of the night. That's uh, now 13 to, to 1, <laughs> the margin of threes. And scoring-wise, that's 39 to 3. DeForest is outscoring Monroe from beyond the arc. Unbelievable. Norski's off the inbound pass. Shot no good. And here comes Monroe with a rebound into the front court. Down by 14. Left side, Brooke Wickey. Tries to shake the defender, pulls up his dribble on the left baseline, didn't have a good look. And now a quick pass down low, driving to the bucket, Weagle good for two. That might have been one of the best passes and finishes of the night for Monroe. The lead is down to 12, and the momentum is with the Cheesemakers as DeForest calls timeout. 9.50 to go in the game, 61-49. DeForest leads Monroe on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Still got a game, 61-49. DeForest leads Monroe, Zimbraconda's prep mania. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau from Monroe High School on Friday the 13th. Out of the timeout, DeForest basketball in the front court, nursing a 12-point advantage. Norski slowing it down offensively as the Monroe fans get a little more into it, cheering on their defense. Shot from the free throw line, hit the front of the rim, and somehow Carter Morrison got it to fall down. I don't know how that went in from our viewing angle here. It looked like it hit the front of the rim and should have came back right toward us. Definitely. That was a 10-3 to run Monroe had to get back in the game. Before sits and then Monroe counters. Brooke Wickey with a step back two on the right side. And now trying to draw contact. Keaton Sweeney came up to try and draw it, but he is called for the foul. The official who was right there a foot from it says he did not have his feet set. That's what leads to drawing that whistle. Just the first foul on Monroe Nine midway minutes. through this half. Wow, that, that's pretty impressive. Four uh, fouls for DeForest as a team here. You're going to have to pick up because uh, you're going to looks like Monroe's going to have to put DeForest at the free throw line down the stretch to get possessions. Bounce pass, left side, and another whistle. Now Monroe, just like that, has picked up two fouls in the span of about eight seconds. But the one you don't want it on, that's the third now for Seagreaves. 
Something to keep an eye on as this game progresses. DeForest inbounding beneath its own basket, leading by 12. Take that back. They called a kick. Nope, no, oh, no correction. foul. No okay, one. that's good. So, okay, Seagraves only with two fouls. Monroe oh, forces a turnover. They double-teamed Hodge right in front of the Norski bench, and they tapped it out of bounds, and it was last touched by Hodge. Official was right there with a good look at it. So Monroe forces a turnover, and they can make a three and make this a single-digit lead for DeForest. Still an opportunity. Wide open three Ooh. is well short for Weagle. And it rolls out of bounds on the baseline. And the DeForest fans that made the hour drive down here are going to let him hear about it on his home court. That was, yeah, look, maybe a little advice. It was too open. You know, I, I, it was a wide open look. I don't blame him. You're feeling no. the momentum. I don't blame him for that shot. No, I don't either. Just not, not enough oomph in the legs. Hardig lost control driving on the left side of the paint on the other end and lost it out of bounds. Back to Monroe. DeForest offense has cooled, Dennis. We thought this right. might happen, and it has. Well, now back-to-back -back turnovers. You don't get a shot off either. That doesn't help matters. Monroe needs to take advantage to try and cut this lead down to single digits with 8.24 to go in the game. They are still in it, but they need to capitalize on the opportunities in front of them. 63-51. Cheesemaker basketball. Into the paint. Now bounce pass to the block. Up with it. Markham, no good. That was a good look, and the Norskis take it away, and a whistle crossing the timeline goes against the Cheesemakers. That was a good opportunity for Markham down low. Just couldn't finish with two defenders on him. The one thing you cannot take away from the Cheesemakers is the fight. This is, these are guys that won 14 straight football games, including the state championship at Camp Randall. They will not uh, falter, you know. They do not flinch. Another loose ball. DeForest turned it over. Seagraves coming down. Oh. Fouled. Shot no good. It sat on the rim for a moment as Seagraves hit the floor. He'll shoot two free throws. Clock stops with 7.56 to go. And if he could make both, it would be a 10-point lead for DeForest, who's currently up 63-51. That was a big call because on the other end, Seagraves had just picked up his third foul. And instead of getting a personal foul on, on a charge... He draws the foul and makes the first free throw. James Seagreaves' first free throw up and good. One year ago, Monroe finished overall 20-6, and an 11-3 record in Badger West Conference play. They finished first in the West Conference. DeForest tied for first with Milton a year ago, 23-5 overall, 12-2 in Badger East Conference play. A little bit of a different story this year. The free throw was missed, tapped out of bounds, and last touched by DeForest. So Monroe gets another break, down 11. They get the ball inbounding beneath their own basket. Everything's going the cheesemaker's way right now. And that last foul was the fourth on Hodge, so he's in trouble. Matheson gets it. Now the inbounder, Brookwicky, had it on the left side. Back to Matheson, driving right using a screen. Over to Brookwicky on the right wing. Brookwicky passes right. Now driving down. Seagraves way off balance, but it was a push, and he's going back to the free throw line with 7.39 to go in the game, 63-52. That was the last foul to give for DeForest. It's bonus the rest of the way for Monroe. Nice one by uh, Seagraves. He was going down, so he just threw the ball up there, and he did draw the shooting foul. First free throw is no good, too strong off the back iron for James Seagraves. You mentioned Dennis, one of the names we've called while we've been here in Monroe the last several years is J.T. Seagreaves, who's now a walk-on with the Wisconsin Badgers football team. Free throw good. 
He was a great basketball player during his time here as well. 10-point game, 63-53. DeForest leads Monroe with 7.30 to go. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. DeForest's offense has cooled. Can they pick it back up? Three-point attempt right side. Yes, sir. Jackson Aquardi. When in doubt, the super sophomore drills a three to extend the lead to 13. Seagraves with a response on the other end. Spinning his way to the basket, lays it up good. 66-55 with seven minutes to go. Feels a lot closer than an 11-point game right now. A bump against the Cheesemaker defense drawn by Hardig. And DeForest will inbound near the midcourt scorer's table. And that's now Seagraves picks up number four. 6.59 to go, gonna get him to the bench so he doesn't pick up number five right away. And they'll sneak him back in there, I'm sure. Yeah, that is a tough uh, situation because he was starting to take over for Monroe. Three-point attempt to Forrest, no good, too strong. Long rebound goes to a Quarty and he draws contact. Free throw line extended left with 6.51 to go. Fourth team foul on Monroe this half. This time it goes against Charlie Weagle. That's just his first personal. 11-point advantage for DeForest. Inbound and a quick bucket. Good from the right block. That's one way to do it. Tucker Grundahl. Two more. 68-55. Norski's up 13. Top of the key. Weagle wants redemption for a three, and he got it. The threes makers. Charlie Weagle. 10-point game. 68-58. DeForest leads Monroe. And a timeout with 6.35 to go. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania for nearly 50 years. Zimbraconda's provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted team of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. They helped me a few years ago find my Civic. They can do the same for you. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or head to Zimbraconda.com to search vehicle inventory. Dennis Semrau, what do you make of the state of affairs here with 635 to go? Oh, Seager's on the bench. They need to get him back in the lineup. But just keep taking the ball inside. Now it's opened up. They've uh, picked up a couple threes here. It's a nice uh, look by Weagle on the last one. But again, Monroe has been patient, attacking the rim. And Keys has three fouls. Hodge has four. And uh, two for Hardig right now. So just keep taking it inside. And you want to get to the free throw line because uh, DeForce is... Uh, in the bonus, put them in the bonus with their sixth foul. Wonder if the Norskis will try and slow things down defensive or offensively, if that was one of the messages from Eric Stewart here. Nurse some clock. How about a wide-open look, though, for a Quarty off the screen? No good. And a rebound, Monroe. Coming away with it is Weagle, and he sprints ahead into the front court, right side of the floor. Now picks up the dribble. Bounce pass behind him for Markham. Markham driving right side, double-team down to the right block. Spins his way free, foul. but he's traveling. Too many steps, didn't keep the pivot foot down. Again here, DeForest, when you're making all the threes, you can live by the three, die by the three. Right now they don't need the three. They need layups and they need to get to the free throw line. So here's where you got to take the air out of the ball a little bit and make every possession count. They've had too many possessions without a shot because of turnovers in the second half, which is one of the reasons why Monroe has scrapped its way back in. DeForest led 49-31 at halftime. It's now 68-58. The Cheesemakers have cut the lead to 10. Shot no good. Offensive board. Aquardi got a defender in the air. Little contact. Didn't get the whistle, but did 
get the bucket to go. And how about a Aquardi? He's over 20 points scored tonight. That is his first field goal of two yep. points. Right, he's got, uh, he had five threes in the first half, six total. 24 points now, right now, game high. Several free throws made as well for Aquardi. 70-58, to three-point open opportunity, top of the key. Sweeney no good, and a rebound Hardig into the front court for Aquardi, who's bumped as he lays it up and good. Chance for a three-point play at the line, Jackson Aquardi. Advantage DeForest, and the momentum back with the Norskis with 5-12 to go, 72-58. And a chance to extend it at the free throw line with one more. Tegu's back in the game now. Yeah, he's checking in, and this is kind of the last stand, you feel, for Monroe to try and hang around in this game. Credit the fight for the Cheesemakers. They were down as many as 21 here in the second half. Cut it down to 10. Free throw no good, but a DeForest offensive rebound. Thought about a three. Instead, Van Owen puts it down. Now kicks it over. Three-point attempt is good for the Norskis. Mason Keys. Quarterback of the football team calls his own number there for three, and it's 75-58. And a whistle. A push against DeForest will send Monroe to the free throw line with 4.54 to go. And you can see on youth night, some of the families, not of the players on the floor, starting to head for the exits here at Monroe High School. One and one, front end is good for Tucker Markham, who's gone a little quiet after providing a spark offensively a few minutes ago for the Monroe Cheesemakers. Five and seven overall record for Monroe on the season, two and five in conference play. Six of their final nine games after the Badger Challenge next week are at home. Eight of their first 12 games this season on the road. So fairly drastic road home split for the halves of the season for the cheesemakers so they can still try and turn things around in front of the home crowd here throughout the rest of the way the free throw is no good and then on the other end van owen lays it up good for two for deforest with 435 to go 77 59 is the score back to 18 now it's uh, back to the comfort zone for deforest now it's layups and free throws weagle for three right side no good tapped around deforest has it and with four minutes and 20 seconds to play, the Norskis feeling comfortable back up by 18. Swing it right side. DeForest trying to take some clock away. This is Kleinert dribbling between his legs, trying to shake the defender, Brandon Bassett. Now passes near the midcourt circle. Swing it left. Pump fake, drive left, baseline, up off the glass shot. No good. Offensive board put back, yes, for Kobe Kleinert. 20-point lead for DeForest. Monroe had cut it down to 10. And it's now an 11-1 run for DeForest. And a shot no good for the Cheesemakers. And with 3.35 to play, DeForest has it into the front court. And it feels like this one is pretty much finite at this point. Again, a bad surge in the first half. 18-2. Over two scoring spurts is what's cost uh, Monroe a shot at this one. All the way over into the right corner. Into the paint. Now kick it over. Another three-point attempt. Too strong. No good. Rebound for Seagreaves. 
Cheesemakers into the front court. Seagreaves gets it back at the free throw line, driving to the bucket, oh, draws contact. Shot no good, but he will shoot two free throws with 3.01 to go in the game. Prep Mania brought to you in part by Stoughton Health. They provide comprehensive and compassionate care to Stoughton's community and the entire Madison area. From their sports rehab facilities in Oregon and Stoughton to their renowned ortho team with Dr. Robel, Stoughton Health can help. Learn more at StoughtonHealth.com. First free throw is good for Seagreaves, who has had a tremendous second-half performance here tonight. Monroe's next game will be next weekend in the Badger Challenge at Mount Horeb High School. DeForest will play a game before the challenge. They are taking a long road trip to Stevens Point for a non-conference game on Tuesday night. Our next Prep Mania broadcast will be next Friday. Lake Mills and Lodi boys basketball. Same time right here on 100.5 ESPN. Should be a fun one. Yeah, a couple competitive teams in the Capital North. Conference of Champions. Capital North. Football, they were incredible this year, including Columbus winning a state title. Three-point attempt, no good for the Norskis, but they get an offensive rebound on the weak side with 2.30 to go in the game. 79-61, DeForest up 18. Right side, Keys bounce pass a Quarty. Starter's still out there for the Norskis. A Quarty into the paint, puts it up and good for two. Dennis Jackson, a Quarty. First chance I've had to see him this year, the sophomore, when you talk about a veteran team, a lot of juniors, a lot of seniors that primarily get a lot of the playing time at the high school level across the board, but at DeForest especially, the way that they groom a lot of their young players. Aquardi has some talent. He could be a threat in the Badger Conference for the next several years. Yeah, he will be. 6'7 you know, with that three-point shooting range. He's going to get bigger and stronger at tight end in football. That physicality, you've seen that with uh, Max Weisbrot the last four years, now with Brody Hardig. That, that, that correlation between uh, the physical play and then the athletic ability is a killer one-two punch in basketball. Free throw attempt no good for Seagraves. Chases down his own rebound. Three-point attempt from the corner. Brookwicki no good. And it's lost out of bounds. Back to DeForest with 2.08 to go. 81-61. Norskis lead the Cheesemakers. Dennis, when's the last time in a Badger Conference game he saw 81 points on the board? I've been a f uh, few games. Let me see here. Uh, you used to tell me first to 40 well, in this right, conference uh, win. That, that triple overtime game with Sock and DeForest, 82 to 80. Well, that was it. They needed three extra periods to play that, that was game. Right now, this one, 81. They're going to get their season high with the next backs basket. Knocked out of bounds with a minute 50 to go. It'll stay with DeForest. They will improve to 10 and 2 on the season. Norski's got to be feeling good when you look at the Badger East standings. It's them and Wanakee at the top of it right now. Stoughton's hanging around at 5-2 and two in conference play, but feels kind of like a two-horse race for yeah. two of the teams that are always competing for everything in the Badger East, Wanakee and DeForest. Three-point attempt from the right corner, no good, and Monroe with a rebound. This is Jakar Breutzman coming away with it, and he goes the distance and lays it up. Good for two, the junior Breutzman. Nice play. With 100 seconds to go, 81-63, both of the inches, excuse me, the benches being emptied here for both teams. Rebound for Ryan Matheson for Monroe. Again, here's Breutzman on the right side, goes to the bucket and draws contact. Jeez, maybe they should have put this guy in earlier. He's a great track athlete. Um, you look at the uh, track, Monroe's always had a strong track and field team here. And uh, Markham was on the... Uh, was it Markham? No. 
Charlie Weagle was on the 800-meter relay team that won state this past year. A couple players checking in here. I want to make sure we mention some of the names. Freddie Herrera for Monroe. Parker Isley into the game for the Cheesemakers. And for DeForest, we've got Ben Bodden, the junior guard, number 34. 25 is Alex Markgraf. Rebound just now collected by number 42, Talon Wood, the junior. 81-64 the score. Three-point attempt, no good. Loose ball into the hands of number 32. That's Dominic Wood. Wood now has it in the right corner with one minute to play. 81-64 DeForest, and it's lost out of bounds on the baseline. Before we conclude the broadcast here tonight, I did want to also mention a couple of players that we have seen take over games in the last few years for both of these programs, doing it at the college level now too. Max Weisbrod, 11 points a game he's averaging with eight starts out of 16 games at Northern Michigan University this year. And Cade Meyer, the former Monroe cheesemaker, starting all 18 games at UW-Green Bay this year. 12 points a game, leading scorer for the yeah. Green Bay Phoenix. Max had 26 in a game, uh, overtime win over Wayne State in the last week. He's going to be a four-year, uh, he'll be a starter before the end of the season there. A couple of incredible players of years past doing it at the next level from both DeForest and Monroe. Teams exchanging missed three-point baskets left and right here in the final closing seconds. Ten seconds to go. To the bucket, Isley is Euro blocked step. from behind wow. after the Euro step. And Isley will shoot two free throws with nine seconds to go. 81-64. DeForest leads for the time being. We'll see if Isley can knock any home here at the line to try and close the gap before the clock runs out. Isley sets and fires. First free throw, no good off the back of the rim. Coming up in the postgame, Dennis will give us our Stoughton Trailers final haul, a check of the box score, and then we'll also look ahead to the Badger Challenge next week. These teams and their Badger Conference foes in a big clash over at Monroe, or excuse me, at Mount Horeb High School. Missed free throw, shot no good. DeForest into the front court in the final moments, and the final buzzer sounds. Norskis get the win in Monroe on Friday the 13th. 81-64. The threes were falling for DeForest tonight. Norskis win it by 17. They improved to 10-2 overall on the season. Monroe has now lost four out of five and five of its last seven as they fall to five and eight on the year. Dennis and I will be back to wrap it up after this on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Final tonight from Monroe High School, the DeForest Norskis come an hour down the road to the southern part of the state and come away with an 81-64 win over the Monroe Cheesemakers. It's the Ridgetop Exteriors 
post-game show. Thanks to Ridgetop Exteriors and Bo and the entire team over there for all that they do as a brand-new partner of Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. I'm trusting Ridgetop Exteriors for a project that my wife and I are going through right now. We're waiting on the installation for our patio door, our brand-new front door. We moved into that beautiful house last summer and figured we still needed a few things done, and so we're trusting the great team over at Ridgetop Exteriors with our project. They've been amazing to work with so far. Down-to-earth personalities. Love working with those guys, and you know they're not really faking it. They're not trying to upsell you. I mean, they're being real with you when they're talking about everything that your house could use and approaching it in a real easy-to-understand manner. We love working with Chad, and we will continue to love working as we continue that project with Ridgetop Exteriors. Check them out, ridgetopexteriors.com. 81-64, DeForest defeats Monroe on Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. The Norskis improved to 10-2 overall on the season. Monroe falls to 5-8. And, and now it's time to check the numbers, which means I'm going to turn it over to Dennis Semrau for the final haul brought to you by Stoughton Trailers. Big trailers and big opportunity at Stoughton Trailers. In their 60th year, Stoughton Trailers has built a lot of trailers, and their customers want more. Join a winning team. Immediate openings at new higher pay rates on both first and second shift at their Broadhead Evansville and Stoughton locations. Assemblers, forklift drivers, welders, and more. Go to stowjobs.com. That's stojobs.com. Stoughton Trailers. Big trailers. Big opportunity. All you need to know is three-point shots. 15 to 2. And what does that equal <laughs> math-wise? 15 times 3 is 45 Two times three is six. A 39-point difference right there. 45-6. to six. DeForest outscores Monroe from three. Yeah, and six for Jackson Accardi, the 6'7 sophomore. And Brody Hardick had four. Two for Mason Keys, who didn't play the last two years. But quarterback, athlete, he's out of your senior year to play basketball. And very good defender. And then you got one each for uh, Kobe Kleinert off the bench. And Carter Morrison off the bench, and Tate Engeseth off the bench. So three of the reserve center as well. So you got uh, 15 to two. I've never seen that, and it was 11 of 16 in the first half. Cooled off a little bit in the second half. For uh, so you end up with uh, Jackson Accardi with career high 28 points, and Brody Hardig had 17, 15 of those in the first half. They spread it around four, five, eight different players scored in the second half of the force. So after that one-two punch, on the other hand, Monroe, they had four in double figures tonight, led by James Seagreaves with 23, 12 in the first half, 11 in the second half. And then you had Tucker Markham with 12, Charlie Weagle with 11, and George Brookwicky with 10. All four of those outstanding football players, Keaton Sweeney, the other running back, and the other starter did not score in that group, but... Uh, you saw in the first half that edge was just tremendous. Uh, it was uh, was at 11 to zero and three point range, mm-hmm. so 33 nothing. But in the second half, Monroe was patient. They got the ball inside, and Seagrees with a double double tonight uh, had it for at least 12 rebounds. A lot of tips, and he did very well. But again, uh, when you got a hot shooting team, the only thing you can't control is whether if it doesn't, you better do some other things. If it does. You're going to have a good night, and DeForest had a great night. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. The Norskis indeed have a great night shooting the three and winning this game 81-64 to over the Monroe Cheesemakers. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, our video producer tonight, Hunter Vaughn, our audio producer back in the ESPN Madison studio, Ryan Wollersheim, keeping us sounding good and keeping you up to date on social media tonight. We appreciate all of their efforts throughout the course of our broadcast. 
Nations Lending presents What's Next here in the Ridgetop Exteriors postgame show. The team at Nations Lending is another team that Beck and I have trusted since we moved into our new home. But really, we trusted them before that because we had questions about the financial aspect of buying a home, the appraisal, the mortgage rates, when to lock things in, when to act, who we were working with. And we sat down and talked with Irik and his awesome team at Nations Lending when we had those questions, and he took the time to answer each and every one of them so that we were comfortable and confident as first-time home buyers. And if it's your year of the house, can do the same for you. Local team right here in Monona. Happy to work with you. Great to be with. NationsMadison.com is where you can go ahead and get started and check them out and all they have to offer. NationsMadison.com. Nations Lending. Home loans made human. Next up for the DeForest Norskis. They are on the road at Stevens Point Tuesday night where they will play at 7.15 Tuesday before the Badger Challenge. Monroe doesn't play until the Badger Challenge. More on that in a moment. Our next Prep Mania broadcast is next Friday night. Lake Mills at Lodi in the Capital North Conference. Coverage starts at 7 o'clock with us again, Dennis. I'm joining you on Lodi again next week. How about it right here on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Let's get the matchups for that Badger Challenge. Wanted to make sure we ran through those because it's always one of the fun mid-season events of the year. They used to be able to do it when it was uh, east and west. No, north and south. They'd have the first place team, second, third, all the way down, and they'd do it in reverse order. So the eighth place and seventh would be on Friday night. Well, that's not the way it works now. They've got pods, and they, they end up with seeds and whatever. But Friday night will be Oregon at DeForest. So the Norskis get to tip off first at 545, and then Portage and Stoughton. DeForest has knocked off Portage uh, last night. So that's going to be a very good match. Some good games on Friday night. At, yeah. at, at, on Friday night, and all these games will be at Mount Horb High School. And then starting at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning, uh, it's an every hour and 40 minutes there's a game, so it's rapid fire. <laughs> no overtime, everybody. Six, Keep it moving. Six in a row. I dare somebody to go and watch all six. Hey, you know what? Bang for your buck. You get in the building, only pay for one game. You get to go watch four, five, six games. Yeah, it's a good day of high school hoops. Bring money for concessions, popcorn, hot dogs, and pizza. That, what, a, what a day at the at the, uh, at the gym. We call that supporting local business, Dennis. Yeah, Remember, we, that's what we call that. You betcha. Always got to get some at the concession stand when we stop. <laughs> so yes, it opens sir. up with Baraboo at Fort Atkinson at 11. Monroe then gets the second game with Watertown at 1240. Reedsburg and Milton at 2.20. Mount Horeb, the host school, with Beaver Dam at 4 o'clock. Then Sauk Prairie, Monona Grove at 5.40. And here's a barn burner. Usually is. Edgewood, Wanakee at 7.20. Ooh. Two of the best teams in the area going head-to-head. That'll be fun. And we saw one at uh, Stoughton a few years ago that went right down to the end. And... Uh, would not be surprised if that one goes overtime, to be yeah, honest. That will be Reggie Patterson has done a nice job. Uh, Edgewood uh, uh, rounding into good form. A little bit different style. Uh, Coach uh, Chris Swetler, the AD, a long time at Edgewood, retired. Reggie moved over from uh, Verona and brought his style over to Edgewood. And they've got a lot of great athletes, and they're playing very good basketball right now. And then again, Wanakee is Wanakee. Mm-hmm. They are always good. They knocked off to Forest, actually. Knocked, gave DeForest one of their uh, two losses on the season here just this past week. 
Final score once again tonight. Again, that's what's next, brought to you by Nations Lending. We're uh, really looking forward to that Badger Challenge next week, and Dennis will talk about it as some of those games will be in action while we're on the air on Friday night for Lake Mills and Lodi, which should be a fun contest that we'll be able to catch. Two teams that uh, out of that Capital North Conference, good athletics across the board in that conference this year especially. Excited to see what some of the athletes in that conference have in store for us next Friday night. Our final score here, 81-64. DeForest defeats Monroe on Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. The Norskis now 10-2 on the year. Monroe falls to 5-8. This has been Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda's provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. And the trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbraconda today or head to Zimbraconda.com to search vehicle inventory. Dennis Semrau, Friday the 13th. I hope it's treated you fairly well throughout the course of this unlucky day. And safe travels home. And uh, you as well. Long road to go back to downtown Madison here from Monroe, but always a pleasure for the cheesemakers to welcome us here. We get here once every year, maybe every other year, and we love making the drive down and being entertained and enjoying Maybe a little stop at Baumgartner's on the square on the way home. <laughs> for the Dean, Dennis Semrau, for video producer Hunter Vaughn, audio producer Ryan Wollersheim, and Alex Strofe, who sends his regards. My name is Jesse Nelson. 81-64, DeForest defeats Monroe. This has been Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN in Wisconsin On Demand.